0: Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for another opportunity to meet with your children today. Thank you for teaching us as you have over the past few weeks. And as we continue now, please teach us also again. Let us not just be hearers of your word, but also doers of the work. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Before we can truly benefit from any Bible study, there are some major things that we need. We are going to read James chapter 1 verse 19 to 25. James chapter 1, verse 19 to verse 25. So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness, and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. but be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. The passage of Scripture we have just read teaches us how we can benefit from Bible study, either benefiting from private Bible study or even from public Bible study like we are doing now. I am going to discuss four things that we need to learn from this passage of Scripture today that will be a blessing to us. The first one says we should be quick to hear and slow to speak. It means that when we come for Bible study or when we are reading the word of God, we must be more interested in hearing what God has to say than in our speaking. There are people who want to speak every time. They are not even listening to what people are saying. They just want to pass their own idea across. We are not to be like that. Instead, we should spend more time trying to find out what it is that God is trying to say to us. When we speak of being quick to hear, we are also speaking of being able to understand what is being said to you. There is no need to be hearing something that you don't understand. So you must understand what is being said before you can even speak, in which case maybe you want to ask questions about what you have heard so that you know that you have heard correctly. The Bible tells us that when we go to the house of God, we should draw near to hear rather than to speak. Some people, because they are not quick to hear, rather they are quick to speak, have made promises that they have not been able to keep. And when you make a promise to God, you have to keep that promise. Some people will make a vow to God. And then when it is time to pay the vow, they say, oh, you know, it was just something I I didn't know. I didn't know this. I didn't know that. And then they refuse to pay the vow. And so the Bible warns us, it says, it is better not to vow than to make a vow and refuse to pay the vow. So advice number one, make sure that when you are in a Bible study, you are listening attentively. It is when you don't understand that you should speak and that is you are asking a question. Don't get too excited to go and make a vow or make a promise and then you refuse to keep it. The second thing I want us to learn is that the Bible says that we should lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness. The Bible wants us to make sure that we don't allow wrong things in our hearts. Because, you see, when there are wrong things in our hearts, we will not be able to understand what is being said. In other words, we must have an open mind when we come to hear the word of God. On one occasion, Jesus' disciples forgot to take bread with them. And while they were thinking of how they were going to get more bread... Jesus said to them, beware of the bread or the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And so they thought that Jesus was warning them that when you are going to buy bread, don't go to buy bread from a Pharisee or a Sadducee. But when Jesus realized what was happening, he told them that he was teaching them to avoid the teachings or the doctrine of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Because in Israel at that time, another word for teaching was leaven or bread. For example, if the Bible tells you that God will make you rich, some people think it is about money, whereas what God may be meaning is that he will make your life to be abounding. He will make you to be so prosperous in terms of the spiritual things he's going to give you that indeed towards God, your life will be rich. But if there's somebody whose mind is only about how much money he can get, that is all he's going to be thinking about that God is speaking about money. For example, if somebody hates the English language and he hears somebody preaching in English, he may not want to listen to that person. Again, if somebody believes that a woman should not preach and he hears a woman preaching, he's not likely to pay attention. And yet God may want to speak to you through that woman. For example, again, if you don't like somebody from a particular tribe or from a particular region or from a particular country and that person has the word of God, you will not be able to receive it. For example, I know that there's a problem between Pakistan and India. So if an Indian preacher were to come now, most people from Pakistan would not want to listen to him. But in Christianity, we are all brothers and sisters, regardless of where you are from. God can speak to you through anybody he chooses. Just be open in your mind. Make sure there's no hatred in your life, no jealousy, no envy. You will be able to receive the word of God freely. Now let's move to number three. The third thing that I want us to observe here is the Bible teaches us how to receive the word of God. The Bible says we should receive with meekness the implanted word. When you receive something, it means that you accept it, you take it, you welcome it. So the Bible is saying that we should be ready to welcome the word of God. If you cannot welcome something, you are not going to be able to receive it. For example, if a stranger is bringing a gift to you and you don't welcome him into your house, he will just turn back and you will not get the gift that he has brought. The word of God has blessings in it. And if you do not receive the word of God, you cannot receive the blessings of the word of God. The Bible says we should welcome the word of God. We should accept the word of God with meekness. Meekness here is referring to receiving the word of God without argument, without debate, without quarrel, without strife. You just have to be open to be able to receive the word of God and its blessings. And then the Bible speaks of the word of God as an implanted word. It is a word that is planted into your heart. Those who understand agriculture know that it is not every ground that receives seed. Some soils that are soft, we call them humus soil, they receive seed easily and seed can grow easily there. But some grounds are like concrete. No matter what you do, the seed will just be on top. It doesn't enter inside. And when the ground is hard, the seed cannot produce anything. It will not even germinate. So a meek heart is a heart that receives the word of God into it. And a hard heart cannot receive the word of God. So firstly, you must be quick to hear the word of God when you go to the house of God. Secondly, you must get rid of anything that is going to obstruct your hearing the word of God. Thirdly, you must have a heart that is welcoming of the word of God so that it can stay inside you. A person who likes to argue or who likes to quarrel over words cannot receive the word of God. Finally, do not be just somebody who is hearing the word of God. You must also put the word of God to practice. The word of God is like looking into a mirror. When you look at the mirror, you see whether your scarf is twisted or it is sitting right. If you look at the mirror and your scarf is twisted, then what do you do? You correct it while you are looking at the mirror. But if you look at the mirror, you see your scarf is twisted. You don't adjust it in the front of the mirror and then you go away. It's like somebody who heard the word of God and does not put it into practice. If you don't want to be a forgetful hearer, you must be somebody who puts to practice what God has told you. When you are reading the Bible or you are hearing a message and you hear something that you need to correct, you do it immediately. Because if you say, I will wait, when I get home, I will do it. You will forget. And when you put something to practice, you remember easily. So the Bible encourages us to continue to do the word of God. That is, you practice the word of God every day. Every day that you read it, whatever you read, you put it to practice. And the Bible says the person who is always doing the word of God is blessed in all that he does. If you want to be blessed, make sure that you are putting the word of God to practice. For example, it is expected that you will be reading the Bible every day and every day you'll be praying. Which is a reason why God has made it possible for you to have a Bible so that you can read. The Bible is not just something that you put to decorate your house. The Bible is meant to be read. And after you have read the Bible, whatever God is asking you to do from what you have read, you go ahead and do it. For example, when we are praying, we tell God, forgive us our sins, for we forgive those who sin against us. So if I'm going to put that to practice, it means that anybody who has offended me, I must forgive that person first. And then after I have forgiven them, I now go to God and say, Lord, I have forgiven all those who have offended me. Please forgive me my sins. Also, we pray every day, give us this day our daily bread. So every day when we wake up, we talk to God. We say, Lord, we are looking up to you to give us food for today. It is time for us to trust God. God is able to provide for your needs. And all he needs you to do is to Ask him and he will provide you with what you need. So I want to challenge you today to begin to trust God for your sustenance. Don't depend on other people to help you. Depend on God and he will provide for you. God knows the difficulties that you are facing and he's waiting for you to come and tell him and speak to him and then he will meet your needs himself. If you have a challenge and you don't tell anybody, nobody will know that you are going through difficulty. If your child returns from school and he's having difficulty, you will guess that my child has a difficulty. But if your child does not tell you, you will not know. A good parent will say to that child, tell me what is troubling you. And God, who is your father, knows you have problems, but he wants you to come and tell him yourself. Never you think that God cannot listen to you. Just as you always want your children to tell you everything, that is how God wants you to tell him everything. I'm sure there's no parent that will be happy that their child is receiving advice from his friends. In the same way, God wants you to come to him. He doesn't want you to talk to any other person. He says, come and talk to me. I will solve your problem for you. As long as God is your father, you can go to him. But if you have not yet, Made God your father. You can do that also today. What you will need to do is just to say, God, I want you to be my father. I know that I am a sinner, but I want you to come and change my life and be my father. And God will hear you and he will save your soul. So as I close now, I want to quickly go over all that we have discussed today. Number one, be quick to hear, be slow to speak. Number two, remove hatred from your heart, remove jealousy, remove envy, remove malice, remove anything that is evil from your heart. If you don't remove those things from your heart, you will not be able to hear from God. Make sure that your heart is open to receive the word of God. And so number three, you must be willing to receive the word of God without argument, without debate, without quarrel. The word of God is able to save your soul. The word of God is able to pour out blessings upon you. But first you must receive the word of God. And then after you have received the word of God, you must put what you have heard to practice. That's number four. Those who put to practice the word of God are blessed in all that they do. We must study the Bible every day and we must pray every day. I want to encourage you to do your private Bible studies and also to pray privately. And as you pray to God, you will find that God will begin to meet you at the point of your need. God will also explain the portions of the scripture that you are reading at those times. This is the time to put to practice what we have heard. Talk to God now and say, Father, this is my need. This is my problem. This is my situation. Come and help me. And if you want to become a child of God, That is, you have never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord before, but today you want to accept him. Pray now. Let us begin to pray now. God is here. He's listening to us.